702. The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. 828 English football at rock bottom. Sam, what did you do? Everyone must be talking about this, Adam. Oh, absolutely. And the implications and also the fact that the story doesn't stop either. The Daily Telegraph has more allegations as well about other people. But yeah, the English uh, football having lost their national manager, Sam Allardyce going, he couldn't resist a little extra honey with his jam. I mean, a guy on three million pounds a year, yes. but... Apparently that wasn't enough. You know, you've got to have the cherry as well as the cake and the icing. Uh, the cherry on top is, the, as he put it, entrapment, though. Entrapment one, said Big Sam as he walked out of his house in Bolton. Um, amongst the many comments, two former England captains, Alan Shearer, suggesting English football's a laughingstock, Terry Butcher saying we're in turmoil. But I think this is the most interesting comment of all. Uh, weirdly, another ex-England manager, Steve McLaren, he himself also wasn't in the job very long, although he left because the team was rubbish. But anyway, uh, Steve McLaren has said, this could have happened to any of us. You think, really? Mm. Any football manager could be caught with their hand in the cookie jar, to mix my metaphors? I mean, that's just an astonishing thought. But the other plots are unfolding as well. We know that the Telegraph, which carried out this newspaper sting on Sam Allardyce, they also have claims against eight current and former Premier League uh, managers, and, this morning, three championship managers, as a result of which Barnsley have suspended an assistant coach, and the finger is pointing at Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank at QPR. So, yeah. on we go with all the names. And the money these guys have earned over the years... Very sad. Mm. But I see the royal household as well. There's a, there's a former boss who's been on the tape. Yeah, a bit more greed here. Former senior boss, as you say, yeah. Jailed for five years for fraud, Ronald Harper created a whole kind of complicated network of businesses that were willing to give him bribes, false quotes, bank accounts, and then he personally netted £100,000 over a period of time. Obviously, it takes two to bribe, doesn't it? So six company bosses have also been found guilty. Essentially, Harper was allowing these businesses to overcharge for their work and then taking a handsome little backhander the the work being carried out on buckingham palace st james's palace windsor castle and clarence house so pretty much the big four royal residences for 18 years he was on the take ripping off the royal purse but frankly therefore ripping off the taxpayer as they say where there's brass there's muck but next time you're staring up at the ceiling in the throne room in buckingham palace think to yourself i could have done that for half the price <laughs> and make the offer that series, Victoria, I mean, the same thing happened back there with the candles. Nothing yes. changes. And you got an extraordinary yes. story from World War II. Tell us the details here. I love this. Okay, so what the suggestion is that planning for the entire D-Day invasion could have been compromised, was very nearly compromised, because of a spat between a spy and his wife. This is from newly released Secret Files from 73 years ago. The spy in question was the famous Spaniard Juan Pujol, his codename Garbo. I mean, this guy was given the Iron Cross by the Nazis. Hitler was a personal fan of his, but all the time he was working for the British, for MI5. His feed of information diverted Hitler's forces away from the D-Day beaches of Normandy. It was a really crucial thing. But Garbo had a wife here in Harrow, in northwest London. <laughs> she missed him. She was a bit fed up with him always being away on spying stuff. She also missed home. She, she missed Spanish food and her family. Uh, he told her, look, you have to stay quiet. You have to stay put. Don't con you know, give her anything away. You can't go and see your mother. You know, He needed to conceal his double agent mm. identity. She said, look, if you don't come home and if you don't let me go and see my mother, I will tell everyone here's the thing okay at this point rather than leveling with her and say look this is a really important time in the war and you know between us we need to do this but 
he pretended he'd been arrested. He staged the whole thing so his wife would believe that MI5 were displeased with him. He set up a fake detention camp with some of his mates from the Secret Service and persuaded her to support him and stay stumm. What's more, it worked. <laughs> the D-Day secrets were kept. We won the war. Uh, all because, it seems, he managed to dupe his wife. Uh, Signora Pujol, I have no idea if she ever actually found out, but you wonder what she'd have said. I wonder mm. when the movie will come out. That will have to come out. That'll have to be a movie. Uh, uh, Adam, what do you reckon? Well, the, there are movies already about Garbo, but not about that stuff, because, yeah. of course, there were secret files before. But, yeah, absolutely. Why not? Fabulous stuff. Thanks very much indeed. Amazing the stuff comes out. Papers get released after so many years. Uh, that's an amazing story. Thanks, Adam Gilchrist from the UK.